podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday after Liverpool lost 1-0 to Red Bull Salzburg in a pre-season friendly that we don't really take much from, other than players getting minutes in their legs. This is Anfield, have plenty of post-match coverage. Seven things we learned from Liverpool's pre-season trip to Austria. Uh, six players are playing catch-up because of injuries. Quivin Callagher, Calvin Ramsey, Kate Gordon, Diogo Jota, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Allison. Obviously, there's also a knock for Costa Simicus. Uh, the danger of a goalkeeping crisis, the injuries to Allison and Callagher does mean that Adrian, uh, at the moment, is the only fit senior goalkeeper and may well be the one who plays against Manchester City on Saturday in the Community Shield, which is less than ideal, but it's a pre-season friendly, so nobody actually should care. Uh, Van Dyke's centre-back partner revealed. Uh, Joel Matip was the one that partnered him last night, so I think the assumption is that Joel remains first choice. That's fair enough, uh, but I think Ibu Kanate probably takes that role at some point during the season and probably quite early on. Um, I always pronounce this kid's name wrong, but Basetic, uh ready for more first-team action. He, he's 17. Let's pump the brakes. Very impressed with him last night. Frankly, the only player I was really impressed with last night. But um, at 17, you don't want to put any pressure on him and certainly calling him their Fabinho alternative is a bit silly. And Carvalho can make an instant impact. I think possibly if he plays as a 10 in a 4-2-3-1, he could make an instant impact. Uh, wasn't impressed with what I saw when he played left side of the midfield three. And he, he can obviously play left side of the front three and definitely perform there. And uh, Firmino in pole position over Nunes, not really sure you can take that. Anywhere, and the final thing is then a team bond being stronger than ever. Uh, six things spotted from Salzburg friendly with Liverpool's 11 versus Manchester City made, made clear this from Jack Lusby. Um, Mabaya makes his mark. So, actually, to be fair, I thought he played well last night. Uh, there were a lot of players that looked like they had heavy legs. Uh, I thought Curtis Jones looked like he might have had concrete in his boots at times. Um, Evergreen Milner, I mean, if if you want to get excited about a fellow being really slow uh, fullback, then so be it. I do like his beard, though. Credit to Milner. Um, obviously, in 
whatever life form James Milner is, puberty kicks in in your mid-30s. And now as he's moved through that, he's able to grow a manly beard at 36. Because, I mean, look, we know James Milner is going to play at least 50. Uh, he'll be playing League Two football when he's 50 or Conference League football, volleying lads into the stands. Uh, so good to have the, the rugged beard for when he uh, moves down through the divisions. No plan for Tyler Morton. Um, well, but I thought the plan was to send him on loan. A little bit bizarre. I know we've kept him, but we kept him because of a few injuries. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know why he's not on loan already. Um, but it is what it is. The Red Bull project before the game, Klopp was effusive. Effusive in his praise of the project among the Red Bull clubs with Salzburg hailed for their ability to build despite the continued loss of high-value talent. This summer it was Kareem Adeyemi who left Austria joining Borussia Dortmund. Adeyemi had replaced Pats and Dacca. Pats and Dacca had replaced Erling Haaland and now they have Benjamin Sesko. They do plan really well. They recruit really well and they develop really well. Um, so the assumption based on last night's starting 11 is that the 11 that should start against City on Saturday evening would be Adrian, Trent, Joel, Virgil, Robbo, Fabinho, Brian, Thiago, Salah, Diaz and Bobby. Um, yeah, I mean, like it's a preseason friendly, so I don't really care. But that's probably going to be the team. Um, Darwin, I think, should be starting, but we'll wait and see. Um, Harvey Elliott hopes preseason impact proves he should be starting. I think he's had a good preseason. Didn't think he played all that well last night, but overall he has done well. Uh, Liverpool journalist denies Roberto Firmino to Juventus store, a transfer story. It's Theo Squires, um, so I don't know how much faith we can really put in that. Uh, Liverpool reveal plan for new signings Ben Doak and Trent Coney doherty Liverpool must be careful with Calvin Ramsey injury, explains Jurgen Klopp. Um, There's a lot of decent stuff there on This Is Anfield, so do be sure to check it out. Why Liverpool's squad might be stronger despite Sadio Mane's exit? I mean, it's not just Sadio Mane that's left. It's tacky and divok as well, two important depth pieces that we had. And obviously Ginny left 12 months ago and wasn't replaced. So I'm not really sure how the squad could be seen as better. I think defensively, sure, Ramsey coming in helps. Um, the defense is great. The goalkeeping situation is good. I think the attacking situation is very good though we're going to be more reliant now on younger players like Carvalho, like Kate Gordon. But, I mean, the midfield is still a major issue, and that is just the fact of the matter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, until the midfield gets strengthened, I don't think you can really claim anything has strengthened from last season because as good as Darwin is, he's not as good as Sadio right now. As good as Carvalho is, he's not as good as Taki and Divock. 
combined. So, you know, you've, you've got to factor these things in. Uh, Liverpool.com. Jurgen Klopp discovered how to solve a massive Liverpool problem versus Salzburg with quality cameo. Uh, this is Mabaya. I think Calvin Ramsey solved that problem anyway. But Mabaya looked good last night. He's had a couple of iffy right-back outings in preseason and a couple of good ones. He's a midfielder and he's going to end up back in midfield, but he's done well in preseason to his credit. Mason Mount leads four new possible Liverpool transfer opportunities after a secret meeting held. I mean, there was no secret meeting. There was a, a dinner hosted by Todd Bowley with executives and decision makers from many of the other Premier League clubs. But I mean, I don't really know how you can take from that that anything player-wise would have been discussed. But Mason Mount would be a great signing for us. There's absolutely no question. His contract situation has been up in the air. But you'd imagine Chelsea get that done. Uh, this says Christian Pulisic fits the criteria for Liverpool. He doesn't really. Callum Hudson-Odoi does. Uh, Timo Werner, no thanks. Uh, Reese James would be the other one. Mason Mount, Reese James, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Uh, if you could steal Harvey Vale out of there, we'd be interested in him. But that'd be about it. Uh, let's see. Liverpool already know transfer for next Jude Bellingham, who can replace Mo Salah. Liverpool will need to find an heir for Mohamed Salah in the future, despite the new contract. They could do so by targeting the next Jude Bellingham. Jamie Beno Gittens, who's the newest player to leave City and go to Dortmund following the Sancho path. Uh, by all accounts, immensely gifted. Uh, so probably one to keep an eye on at some point down the road. Though I do think Kate Gordon is probably the one that Liverpool internally will look at as the potential Salah successor. Liverpool and FSG can use Steven Gerrard connection to land Julian Ward's perfect Fabinho air. Well, so this is an article that's based purely off a TIFO video on YouTube, a sensible transfers. Um, Tim Arabunum, the young midfielder from Aston Villa, it was one of the midfielders they suggested. Very, very talented. Um, but he's got a contract until 2027. Villa aren't going to let him go anytime soon. And by the time they might consider letting him go, Jared probably won't be the manager. And uh, if we're looking at midfielders from Villa to, to be a Fabinho backup slash replacement, I mean, Bubakar Kamara is the obvious one in a couple of years. And then the obvious midfielder to target from there right now is Karni Chukwameka to bring in as a potential future starting number eight. Um, but Arabunum is, is very, very talented. Uh, Jurgen Klopp has found Liverpool a perfect Fabinho solution. Um, that's Basetich. Liverpool reject 19 million transfer bid for Roberto Firmino as Jose Mourinho set to end PSG nightmare. The PSG nightmare is that of one Jorginho Wijnaldum. Uh, looks like he could be going to Roma on loan, which is a good move for him. 
uh, Liverpool rejecting a bid for 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 Firmino. If there's a real bid, we'll we'll see what happens. And um, that's that there. Uh, exciting Munda kid has just had his Liverpool Darwin Nunes moment. That's Benjamin Sesco played well last night, scored the winner. He's a very very talented player. Um, dream double Liverpool transfer assessed with Jude Bellingham evolution possibly required. Okay, let's have a gander at this. Jude Bellingham seems to be Liverpool's top transfer target for 2023, but could it be that the Reds are plotting not just one, but two central midfield signings? Well, we need two anyway. We need two now, but, you know, we might have to wait a year for for one or both. Uh, Bellingham, Barella, Yeah, nobody that hasn't been mentioned before. So I, I mean, Bellingham and Barella in one summer is not not a possibility. Um, that's basically all there is there. Liverpool could revive old Michael Edwards' trend after exciting summer transfer window. This this is interesting. This is about potentially going back to targeting Southampton, where obviously we've had some success. We've brought in Virgil. We've brought in Sadio. Uh, but we also made some bad signings in the form of Lalana and Lovren and God rest our souls, uh, Ricky Lambert. And Nathaniel Klein came from there as well. Um, this is brilliant. Not even Ricky Lambert nor Nathaniel Klein could be described as failed transfers. I mean, seriously, did did you watch them play? And Lalana and Lovren clearly flopped at the club as well. Um, but they have had a really interesting summer. Uh, Romeo Lavia is immensely gifted. He's someone that Tifo also mentioned as a potential sensible transfer. Uh, Sekou Mara, the young attacker they've brought in, he's very talented. Joe Aribo coming down from Rangers, he wouldn't be of our level, but he's a good player. Uh, Armel Belakotchup is an exciting young centre-back. Um, Lavia is definitely one to keep an eye on. He's very, very good. And, and the goalkeeper they signed, Basunu, is outstanding. Uh, but, I mean, we've had a very much a mixed bag. Now, since it's Klopp and Edwards, rather than Rodgers making signings outside of the committee's remit, uh, the transfers from Southampton have been good. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Anfieldindex.com there's a, an article up from Stephen Smith about Darwin Nunes return of the number nine make sure you read that and there is a couple of podcasts up there is Anfield Index podcast episode 332 there's AI scouted with Guy and Carl having a look at last season's top six and where they might finish this season uh, today the three of us have recorded um, the second part of that with the teams that finished 7th through 14th and that should be edited today or tomorrow there is the post-match roll from the Salzburg game with Guy, Stephen and Carl so give that a listen if you haven't heard the latest Rival Recon make sure you do that there is another uh, Anfield and Next podcast being recorded this evening probably out tomorrow so there should be plenty there I'm back in body if not in complete spirit but i am back so uh 
hopefully get the content churned up again for you uh, so you're not just stuck with these you know, second-rate amateurs. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.